Entrepreneur on Fire 787. And you have to realize you're going to have them and you just need to push through them and not let it affect you. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. From Adobe Audition to Microsoft Excel and even SEO, lynda.com has video courses that cover it all. Get access to the entire library free for seven days by visiting lynda.com slash fire today. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. If you're looking for expertise, look no farther than 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. In honor of my birthday week, December 15th, 99designs is giving you an extra $30 off. All you have to do is launch your contest this week. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Travis Thorpe. Travis, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. <laughs> All right. Travis's expertise in internet marketing, product development, and technology has led to highly profitable and scalable services that have benefited tens of thousands of customers and led to tremendous growth in every company he's been a part of. Travis, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally and expound upon the biz. Yeah, so I've actually been involved into the um, internet marketing industry for probably almost the last uh, 15 to 20 years. I mean, I was even early on where, you know, in the early 90s, we were trying to get website or get small businesses up on websites. <laughs> and uh, we were way too early for businesses to get on websites. And even now, not a lot of there's not a lot of small businesses that are on the internet. And that's kind of the purpose of Boostability is to help the um, small, medium-sized businesses to get found online, whether it's through website creation, search engine optimization, or even social. So give us a little background about you personally, Travis. I have a mechanical engineering degree that I do nothing with, but it has um, helped me make, a more, make me a more rounded person that allowed me to um, be in the business I'm in now. I've I've actually been involved with a lot of startups over the last 10 years, um, whether it's from websites to PPC to uh, uh, SEO or search engine optimization. Um, I've helped start multiple companies. The last company that I've started was the one that I've started, I started um, with two other people. Um, I have a family, four kids, two adult kids that seem to be... Um, uh, functioning adults. <laughs> and so that's a success for me. And is that a I, side note for not living in my garage? <laughs> yes, that is that, exactly. <laughs> that's the best you could hope for your kids. Um, and I love everything outdoors. I love snow skiing, water skiing, biking, mountain biking, um, hiking. We live in Utah, so we have a lot of that available to us. Yeah, being from Utah, you are in a prime location for all of the prior comments. So, uh, great stuff for that. And Travis, we're going to even do more of a deep dive into your journey. You know, we have a couple stories that we're going to rip out of you as we go through those. But before we do all that jazz, share with us a success quote and why you chose it. The success quote I used was um, We learn from failure, not success. So it's something that not even, I mean, just not in a, in a business sense, but even in everyday life sense, it's, you know, whenever we try something, there's always going to be some failure. 
And if we kind of, if we give up at that point, then we've learned nothing from that failure. But if we actually take uh, a learning moment from, you know, what it is, whatever it is we failed. So I use my kids as an example is I, you know, we take them skiing or, or, you know, trying to teach them tennis or something, you know, they're not instantly uh, successful at that sport. However, they take what they've learned and their failures they have, and they can apply that and they can become successful as well as in business. I said, you know, if, if you fail in a business and if the, you let that failure define you, then you failed. But if you take that failure and use it as a learning experience, then I see that as a success. And there's a quote that I actually think fits in pretty nicely with that as well, which is, if you want to be, do. I mean, if you want to be anything, Fire Nation, you actually have to do that thing and be willing to fail at it, be willing to be bad at it. I was a bad podcaster for a really, really long time, but I had to keep podcasting in order to ever get good or ever to improve. And that's just a key step in any podcaster's process, in any entrepreneur's process, in any human being's process. So, you know, just really kind of walk away with that knowledge that it's okay to be bad, knowing that you're going to have to be bad to get good. And Travis, what I'd love to kind of dive into now is that failure, is that setback, is that obstacle that you've experienced. We don't like aerial kind of, you know, just transparencies here. We want to dive into a story. So take us to a moment in time, Travis. Tell us a failure story. Go. The biggest failure I had is I was part of another startup company. Um, wasn't necessarily one of the founders, but I was one of the early um, adopters into the company. And I could not, I did not fit in with the other uh, founders and the other execs in the company. And but tell us a story of a time you didn't fit in. Like, actually take us to that moment where it was awkward for you, it's awkward for them. Like, what was that like? Take us to that day. Well, <laughs> I remember a specific day where um, it kind of it, it led up to it, right? It was, it was I didn't agree in the decisions they were making. I didn't agree in what they were trying to move the company to. I didn't agree with all those pieces. So it got to a day when the um, main founder came into my office and said, it's, you're not a fit. You're not a fit in this company. And f- at that point, I just felt like an utter failure that I couldn't convince any of the other execs, anyone else in that company to, to push into the direction that I thought was that right direction. So I basically, you know, packed up all my stuff and left thinking I was a total failure in this company. And um, I didn't know what I was going to do at that point. So getting to that point of not knowing what you're going to do, I mean, that's a terrifying moment. I mean, you go to work one day, you know, thinking that everything is good, you know, not great. I mean, you have some things to iron out with the business, but next thing you know, you're walking out, you know, with all your belongings, you know, what is next? What happened? Did you go home? Like what, what happened at that point? Yeah. So I basically took some time to try to figure things out. So, um, that's when I started biking and I started to spend a little bit more time with the family and I took probably about two to three months off and just kind of trying to, uh, refocus myself or regroup myself. And that's when, um, I was talking to one of my neighbors and we came up with the idea for boostability. So let's kind of dive into that for a little bit. I mean, you get home, you know, you know that you're going to take a little bit of time off. You start biking around a little bit. I mean, what were things that were going through your mind that actually helped you kind of, you know, get out of that first stage and into the next stage, you know, which led to an aha moment? Well, I mean, I started thinking about my work experience and what I was going to do for, you know, the next job. 
And you know, I've had some success in previous companies where it was a successful company. Um, and even that company, I, I consider it not a success. Um, even though it wasn't a complete failure, it wasn't a, a huge success that I thought it should be. I don't know. I just started thinking about what made what what worked for those companies and what didn't work for those companies, and could I apply those and start my own business? Really, what I'm taking out of this, Travis, is that you know you weren't a right fit at this initial company. So you took some time off. You know you were getting out there in the fresh air. You know you were trying to have a little mental reset, and you were thinking about what was important to you, you know, what that next step was going to be like. And you really wanted to make sure that when you did take that next step, you didn't repeat those past mistakes that you had made. What do you want our listeners to walk away with from that experience you had where you go into work one day, you leave later on that afternoon, you know, belongings in hand. What's that learning experience? Because Boostability is such a good success in in the in Utah that we're in, we're very well known. We employ a lot of people. I actually have a lot of students um, that are in college or just getting out of college that approach me and say, what can I do to start a business? Or I have this idea to start a business. What advice can you give me? The biggest advice I'd say is get out in the work in the, in, you know, the, get out into the workplace and figure out in businesses what works and what doesn't. Um, without having that experience of what's going to work and what doesn't, just having an idea isn't going to get you where you need to be. You actually need to get out there, have some experience in some businesses and figure out, like I said, what works and what doesn't work. And then you can use those experiences to apply to your idea that you have. And Fire Nation, I like to really term this as being an apprentice. You know, be willing to be an apprentice. Be willing to go out to a job, to an industry, to an entrepreneur and say, how can I just be a part of what you're doing? How can I just be a part of what you're doing so that I can just learn from it and, and you know, potentially one day have the skills to do something similar in my own area, my own passion, my own niche. But you need to go there, Fire Nation, you know, with value first. You know, how can I add value to you so that you in turn will realize that me being an apprentice and gaining all this incredible knowledge is a win-win, is worthwhile venture for both of us. You know, not just the apprentice or not just who the apprentice is working for. It needs to be that double win-win. So Travis, let's shift gears here. Um, We're going to talk about an aha moment. You kind of alluded to the reality that boostability was an aha moment. You know, that happened during a conversation with your neighbor. You know, maybe that's a story you're going to tell. I don't know. But what I do want you to tell is a story of a time you had an aha moment, an epiphany. And don't brush over details, Travis. Take us to the moment in time. If the grass was just cut, tell us you were smelling freshly cut grass. Tell us that story. Probably the most telling aha moment is, you know, we're, we've spent a year in the business developing technology. We thought we had a product that small businesses would want, and it was kind of a software product for do your own, do it your own um, search engine optimization. Um, we're a year into it, and we've only sold a couple hundred units at a very low cost, and we've just kind of got together and said, we're out of money. We don't have any more money to contribute. We're not signing up the customers that we thought we were. Um, so what we had to do is rethink is what do these customers want? I mean, it's a needed product in the market, but obviously they don't want to do it themselves. And so we were able to... Okay, let's stay here for a second, actually. So what was the product at this time that was failing? 
So it was a do-it-yourself SEO product. Okay, so do-it-yourself SEO for people that obviously wanted to do it themselves. And you'd only sold a couple hundred products that obviously wasn't maintaining enough profitability to keep you going forward. You know, now let's kind of lead into that next part, which you said was collaboration to figure out what actually needed to happen. Yeah, so once we started listening to, you know, the customers that were with us and they were canceling, it's they thought it was boring and that wasn't their expertise and they would rather focus on their own business than trying to market themselves online. So we kind of took that and said, you know what, these businesses need help. They want us to do it for them. So we trans, we totally took our model, um, we took the software, we turned it internally for our own people, and we started hiring people to actually do the work for the small businesses. And that's when the business really just took off. Okay, so you went from do it yourself to I'll do it all for you. And you got that from listening to your customer. But what I want to know, Travis, is how are you getting this information from customers? I mean, you mentioned they were canceling and giving you that information. In what ways were you actually reaching into their lives and pulling this information out? Well, I mean, in those early days, we wore a lot of hats. And so I actually wore the customer service hat. So I was the one that was actually talking <laughs> to all these different customers and figuring out Let's, what it Like, was. what was the conversation like? Like, I, I want to cancel right now. Like, um, Yeah, they said they want to cancel. And we're like, why? Because I don't have time to do it. I don't want to do it. It's boring. Um, you know, I want to, I got to focus on my roofing business or my plumbing business or, you know, whatever different types of I'm not of seeing business. any results. Well, it's not that they're seeing results. It's they just don't want to put the time into it. So they were seeing results. Yeah. If they, if they would put the time into it, they would see results, but they just weren't doing it. And so that's when we said, well, if we had a product that we could do it for you, charge you some more. And they said that would be fantastic. And so we were able to uh, change the model completely. And so what happened at that point? I mean, you changed the model to an I'll do it for you. I mean, that changes a lot of things. You had to bring more people in. Overhead went up, obviously. Like, how does that work? And how did you get to that tipping point where things really started to kind of go in your favor? Well, we actually started selling a lot more of the I'll do it for you product than we did the, the uh, do it for me or do it or do it yourself um, the, we could charge the customers a lot more that more than covered for all of our overhead and we're able to hit profitability within the next year. See fire nation to me, this is just kind of a massive takeaway of listen to your customer. I think the, the most valuable question that you can ever ask your customer is what is the one thing that you are struggling with? And to be honest, Travis, if you would ask that question when you were signing your initial customers up, they probably would have been telling you things like, I just don't have enough time. I don't have the desire. I don't have the understanding to even sit down and figure this stuff out. And that probably would have saved you a lot of headache, a lot of heartache from trying to give people a you know, do-it-yourself type program that they didn't even want in the first place, but they had to find out the hard way. And unfortunately, you did too. So Fire Nation, always be talking to your audience. You know, Always be talking to your potential clients with that question, what is your number one struggle? Because if you can solve and define their number one struggle better than they can, then you have a sale right there on your hands. That's my biggest takeaway, Travis. What's yours? Oh, yeah. No, it's totally. And, and even when I look back at the different companies I've worked for, um, it's the ones that were nibble enough to change quickly based on the customer needs or the ones that succeeded more than the ones that, that just were stubborn and just wanted to stick with this current product set. So Travis, I'm not going to let you get away with this one. 
you're going to take us to a moment in time and you're going to tell us a story of your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Go. It's hard to, to narrow down to one. Um, but you're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> but I have two. <laughs> well, as long as they're specific moments. Okay. Well, the, the first one is, is really it's the summer party that we had um, just this last summer, so just a few months ago. So we have just over 500 employees, and we invited – we rented out a huge gym at the local university – we brought in lots of little rides and games and karaoke and just different activities for the families. So we not only had the employees come, but we had them bring their families. And so we had this huge gym um, of about 1,500 people in this gym. Um, and we fed them. We, you know, cotton candy, free drinks, you know, all that fun stuff. Everyone's just having a good time. And you just, I just kind of stood there and looked over the crowd of how many people that the company has affected, you know, that has touched um, and that we're responsible for. And it, and it gave me a very somber moment at that point to say, wow, this is, this is amazing. That is a moment in time. I mean, goose bumps galore, Travis. What was number two? After two years of this, I was able to finally get a paycheck. So my wife Ooh. would know it was a job and not a hobby. <laughs> Uh, she's like, honey, seriously, it's been two years. Yeah. Um, I haven't <laughs> exactly. been able to get my haircut yet. So what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Travis, let's bring things to present time and talk about your company today. What is just the number one thing that has you most fired up right now? I think it's our, you know, in, we mainly focus on a lot of um, partnering with yellow page type companies, um, businesses that have access to small businesses. And we have the market in the U.S., but now we're starting to move internationally. So uh, we just launched with Census this year in Australia. Um, and we're now, for 2015, we're going to be launching in the U.K., Germany, Holland. We're really starting to go internationally, um, especially in the Europe expansion. Wow. So that's very exciting. And, uh, you know, what does it mean to you to be bringing in this, you know, international expansion? brings a lot of stress. It's, there's a lot of complexities <laughs> to a foreign, foreign country. You've got different um, um, languages. You have different you know, types of businesses, different personalities. You know, there's a lot of um, complexity to uh, launching um, into a foreign country. We've got to set up you know, a corporation there, bank accounts, worry about all those different types of things. But in, in another sense, it's exciting that we are just kind of stretching across the world. So Travis, I'm going to be ripping out a few more golden nuggets here coming up. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you dreaming about the perfect logo or website design, but don't know how to get started? Maybe you're worried about budget. Good news. 99designs can help. 99designs, the world's largest graphic design marketplace, makes it easy to get a design you love. Just go to the website, tell them about the design that you need, and then the fun really begins. Designers from around the globe will submit awesome designs and you'll give them feedback. Within a week, you'll pick your favorite and be the proud owner of a gorgeous new design. With thousands of designers at your fingertips, there's no 
no limit to what you can get designed. Plus, projects start at just $199, and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. And in honor of my birthday week, December 15th, 99designs is giving you an extra $30 off. All you have to do is launch your contest this week. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Have you ever watched a video course from start to finish on YouTube and at the end you're left wondering what you should do next? It's frustrating when you spend your most precious resource time on something that isn't helpful or actionable. That's why I love lynda.com. You can rely on their content to be both helpful and actionable. Not only does lynda.com have a library of over 100,000 video courses, but each and every one of them is produced at the highest quality by industry experts. lynda.com offers all types of business courses I know can help you jumpstart your entrepreneurial venture, or help you take that next big step in growing your business. Courses covering topics on everything from exploring entrepreneur fundamentals to Facebook for business and Google AdWords essential training are just the beginning. I've worked out a deal with lynda.com to give you a special offer. Access the entire library free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Travis, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? That sounds good. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think it was, it was me being nervous about a lot of things. Nervous about not having a steady paycheck. Um, nervous that no one's going to buy your product. Nervous about being responsible for other people. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best one I could say is as an entrepreneur, when you start a business, it doesn't matter where you are in your business, there's lots of ups and downs where you feel hot. You, you know, the business could be struggling, but you're feeling high. Other times it's going, you know, somewhat okay, but you're feeling like it should go strong, should go better. And so you're always going to have those ups and downs that's just kind of internally to you. And you have to realize you're going to have them and you just need to push through them and not let it affect you. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Anytime I have to make an important decision, I really try to keep an open mind. I don't try to make a, a gut decision right away. Is I want to listen to what other people have to say. I want to hear all the different sides of the story. I want to make uh, an informed decision um, instead of a gut reaction. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? What I use the internet for is, is very industry specific, just to see what other um, industry insiders are saying about the marketplace. Um, so I use Search Engine Land, Moz, you know, those different types of uh, websites to go to. But I also like to read about other entrepreneur stories. And so Guy Kawasaki was one of the early ones that I um, frequently uh, visited their site to uh, learn about his experience and what he went through to start up a company. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? It actually is the last book I read, and it's a book called Unbroken. And it's about a guy who um, has such determination that he came from very humble beginnings and was able to um, be one of the fastest runners in the country and be in the Olympics. Um, from there, he was drafted into um, uh, the Air Force and he was captured by um, Japanese and held at a POW camp. And his determination to survive this camp where so many have just given up. Um, I mean, it's all about his determination 
that no matter what he does in life, he's determined to succeed no matter what. And I think we can apply that not only to business, but to our personal lives. Unbelievable book. I think it has over 10,000 Amazon ratings and reviews. I mean, it's, it's out of control good. Oh, yeah. Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Travis's next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Yeah, this one is a this one is a tough one. <laughs> to come up with. Um, I say if if I don't know anybody, so I don't have anyone um, that I'm responsible for, and I have all my food and shelter, I would probably do. I would probably want to do something that I like to do. I'd probably take the five hundred dollars, go on eBay, find a nice bike, and explore and just bike around. You know, it's, it's do something that helps center myself. When food and shelter is taken care of, I mean, yeah. let's do something that centers ourselves, Fire Nation. And Travis, let's end today a literally on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. The best way to connect to me is I, my, my email address is up on the website, so tthorpe at boostability.com. And yeah, I'm, I'm always interested to talk to other people that are looking to start a company and looking for advice. And one parting piece of guidance. Never give up. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Travis and myself today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Travis in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Travis, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thank you very much. Fire Nation, I've launched another daily show. I know, but I love podcasting. It's called Quotes on Fire, and it's a seven day a week podcast where I share a quote from history's greatest entrepreneurs in a killer resource. Check it out in iTunes or at qofire.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.